What is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, or GBTC? This is um, the product that got SEC approval to trade on over-the-counter um, as, as a security. And what it is, is it they call it a proxy for Bitcoin. Uh, where, and if you're some 401ks or some retirement accounts basically allow you to buy it. I'm not sure which ones, probably the ones that are self-managed. But um, basically anyone, I guess, through any broker, I assume, can get access to it. I don't, you don't have to be accredited. There's average people that buy it. Um, basically what it is, is it's a product where certain, certain accredited investors send in Bitcoin to this entity. It's a trust. And more specifically, it's a certain type of trust that I figured out. And I don't think anyone's actually ever said what kind of trust it is, um, but it's, it's some kind of, it's like a business trust. And um, a business trust is explained best, I think, by Carla Reyes, who is a crypto um, lawyer. Well, she's an academic lawyer who teaches, and I believe her focus has um, been on crypto for a while. She wrote a really interesting paper that introduced the concept of business trust and why she thought that it might be a good regulatory framework for um, for DAOs, decentralized autonomous organizations. And I read most of it, um, and I thought it was a very good article, and I enjoyed learning about business trusts. And then once I started trying to figure out really what is GBTC, you know, I came to the conclusion uh, that it's it's a business trust and um these things are sometimes called massachusetts uh trusts um but if you read that paper by carla reyes you'll see that this business trust is basically a common law um corporation that isn't statutory it's it has it's basically based off of contract law and it kind of came about naturally as a way for Rockefeller to get around um, some of the limitations of incorporating under under a statutory uh, corporation at the time in the 19th century I believe and so he came up with this you know common law vehicle and where basically um, Basically, the way business trust works is that you put in assets and into a trust. You have different people contributing assets, and then it's you're given basically um, ownership certificates, which represent your contribution or your partial ownership into this vehicle that's a trust. And what this does is it hands over management of this business entity, which is the business trust to a trustee. This person is responsible for the management of the trust, and they do this on behalf of its owners, which are the people that contribute assets to the trust. And the liability is split up as well. So the people that own the trust, they have 
limited liability. I don't think it's totally zero, but they have a lower liability since they don't manage the trust. The trustee gets a salary, gets paid, and they have to uh, manage it for the beneficial um, the beneficial um, of its owners. So, but they have they have so they have a liability, more liability because they have discretion in what they do and what they don't do. Um, so that's it in a nutshell. And I think that once you put it inside this trust, I don't think it can actually be retrieved. Um, I don't think that you can get the assets out. You can only sell your ownership shares to someone else. So I think this is how the business trust works. Um, I assume that if it was ever to be, um, uh, the company was ever, the business trust was ever to be sort of broken up or, or ended, then the assets could, you know, eventually come out. But uh, until then, I don't think that, that any owner can like take any asset they put in and take it in and, and remove it. All they can do is sell their ownership share. So if you think about GBTC, um, only certain people, privileged, privileged people, you know, um, accredited investors can hand over Bitcoin and what they get is a token, you know, ownership share that says they own this much of this of the share based off of how much they put in. Well, what happens is that Grayscale then has a lockup period because they're selling this. This is a security business trust ownership is a security. It's ownership. There's a lockup period, which is about six months, I think now or a year. It used to be a year. Now it's six months. And then after that, they can go and sell their ownership share to the general public, which the SEC approved. Now, what's interesting about this, I think, is that you can't ever get the Bitcoin out of the trust. The trustee, which is Grayscale, um, they're the ones that take the 2% cut. Now, they're allowed to sell Bitcoin to get their cut. Um, but they're... but. But um, but no shareholder can actually retrieve the underlying Bitcoin. So then, you know, you start thinking, why should it trade around the Bitcoin price? And sometimes it does, and sometimes it's, it's there's a huge discount or there's a huge premium. Um, meaning that the shares are trading a different price than um, actual Bitcoin. Uh, well, part of this is because you can't go and redeem. You can't go redeem the Bitcoin or else there, this would be sort of arbitraged away. And I believe this is why everyone wants a Bitcoin ETF because an ETF, I don't know what about the ETF would give the trustee more, more power or authority to try to steer the, the price of the ETF to the actual Bitcoin price. But I think that that is basically their aim is to get rid of the premium and the discount to more accurately reflect, reflect Bitcoin. Now that doesn't mean that you'll be able to redeem the Bitcoin underneath an ETF, I'm not sure. Uh, I actually don't know what the real difference is, but it's some kind of active management, I assume. So it's funny that um, GBTC you know, I don't want to call it a Ponzi and I don't like that word, but it is, it fits almost every definition except for, except for one. 
And that is that you actually are an owner of Bitcoin, but you can't redeem it. You can't, but you actually are an owner. You do hold basically shares that say you own part of this fund. So you do own the Bitcoin. But the problem is, is that you can't ever retrieve it out of this trust. So you buy the Grayscale Bitcoin trust on the secondary market. And then you can only make profit if you sell the shares to someone else. Right. But it's advertised as this Bitcoin proxy when it doesn't really have a direct link to Bitcoin. Um, people just assume it is. You could argue that, well, you do own the Bitcoin in there. Okay. But you can't ever get it out. You can't ever do anything with it. So it's sort of this weird product that, you know, you think, well, why should it ever trade next to Bitcoin? And we see with the premiums and the discounts that it sometimes doesn't. It's just based off of almost where people think it's going to go. And, it, you know, because the whole point of GBTC is who can you sell it to in the future? What is their perception of Bitcoin um, going to be? Uh, so it's all about who you can sell it to in the future. Um now, if they were able to get the Bitcoin, redeem it, that line of thinking would still hold, you know, who can you sell it to in the future? Uh, but at least you could basically, um, you know, if it was trading at a discount, you could go in there and get the Bitcoin and then make, uh, basically sell it and, and not lose money. Um, with the current setup, that's impossible to do. So it's, it's very much this business trust entity where the Bitcoin's in there. It can never come out. You own shares, but you don't own the right to redeem it. Um, the only way you profit is to sell it to someone else down the line. So, and so the other way it looks like a Ponzi is sort of that it doesn't actually spin off any cash flows. Um, I, I shouldn't say Ponzi, but I should say it's not a real investment because it doesn't actually give you a return. Um, the only return is that the price is going to go up and that's sort of a zero sum game, greater fool. So that's how I would characterize it as a greater fool. Um, it is somewhat of a Ponzi and that people claim it's an investment when you're really just selling this thing to someone else, you know, so there's no real gains being made except people thinking the price should go up. Uh, but I'd say it doesn't qualify quite as a Ponzi just because you actually do own the underlying Bitcoin um, through the shares. So it's a clever product. Um, and it's interesting that, that the Grayscale group has done this with other tokens, even DeFi tokens. And... Um, there could be, you know, uh, an interesting idea here to create a token and just put it in this trust, especially like a, a stable coin, because you, you can never actually get the thing out. So what does that do? That just forces supply to be, you know, reduced. Or, you know, if you think of putting a stable coin like Tether in one of these products, the Tether would never have to even redeem uh, these tokens for dollars because they would basically never come out of this trust. Uh, I think it'd be interesting if Grayscale actually tried to put a stable coin 
in one of these uh, trust vehicles. Um, I'd love to see that. I think that would be really, really cool. Um, you know, and it might, if people really believe it's a dollar, it may actually work as a way to, um, you know, encourage people who are worried about stock market volatility to just buy this thing. It's a dollar. Now, I don't know why they buy that instead of a bond, but maybe, maybe interest rates start to creep up and they don't want to hold bonds because they're nervous, um, about the ability for them, for the, for the issuer to pay dollars back in the future. So maybe they just want to hold a stable coin product. Or maybe the banks have negative interest rates eventually. Uh, so there's all kinds of reasons why perhaps it could be interesting and why it might be profitable. Uh, I don't know. I'm really just speculating here, but it's just an idea that came to me. Um, so, yeah, I think that uh, anyone who wants to learn more about business trust, trust should go read that one article. And then perhaps even think about applying business trust to other uh, crypto protocols. Um, the only thing about it is that uh, uh, Carla talks about how a lot of these DAOs should be business trusts, but the, the tokens then could, like the governance tokens could be the ownership share. The only problem is, is that's the security and that can't trade freely on DeFi protocols. Well, it's not supposed to, but we know that there's lots of securities on DeFi protocols. So perhaps, um, perhaps you're, you're not risking much if you do that just because the regulators don't seem to be on the up and up in that department.